Hey everyone, welcome back to the Strategy Game Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Shippey. And today we're going to be talking about how friends don't let friends lead with blind spots. Yes, we all have them. And we need those people to tell us when we have them. So listen in for some tangible tips. Okay, so today we're breaking down another blog post from Julie Wilson. Julie Wilson is really amazing. She's an amazing leader and she's so open to growth and feedback. And that's one of the things I love most about her. She leads uh, a nonprofit organization called Women Doing Well, and it's really incredible. So um, they really are focused on just activating generosity in women uh, all across the the globe. And so um, today she shares with us this friends don't let friends lead with blind spots. And how many of us know, I mean, that that we all have blind spots. And it's something that um, I think about. And really that reflection time and and self-awareness piece is so critical because um, when they come out, you know how you've been with a group of people maybe, and you're just feeling a little bit off, or after you say certain things, you're noticing that um, there's maybe some like silence. I've totally been there. Uh, and you're realizing, I wonder if I've got a blind spot here, right? And I do have several friends that I so appreciate more than anything that will tell me uh, with my blind spots. And we'll actually have conversations about it. Like, hey, do I have any blind spots right now? What do I need to see in this situation? Or uh, what is something that I'm missing? So I'm just so thankful for this in my life. And I think that really all of us should be able to have it. And I think in organizations, it's so important to be able to build this in. But it's also really hard, right? Because people can be sensitive and um, it's super hard to just build this into the culture. But if you can do it and if it's successful, it can be an unbelievable experience for all involved. And so um, how many teams and missions, like even if you think about the organizations that you've been involved with, have been derailed by unknown or undealt with blind spots of leaders, right? So a lot of times this can happen, particularly with leaders, because they are isolated in a way. Um, sometimes people and teams are afraid to say or give constructive feedback uh, because of the response or the reaction rate, right, depending on the person. And so as leaders, we really want to make sure that we're leading with open minds and open hearts to be able to listen and take in this criticism. But she quotes this book, um, Leadership and Self-Deception, Getting Out of the Box, what it's called. Um, Self-deception is like this. It blinds us to the true causes of problems. And once we're blind, all the solutions we can think of will actually make matters worse. So whether at work or at home, self-deception obscures the truth about ourselves, it corrupts our view of others and our circumstances, and inhibits our ability to make wise and helpful decisions. So how do we become, Julie calls it, I love this, seeing eye leaders. And she says, I wish it was easy, but leadership is a journey and knowing your own strengths and weaknesses is just the beginning. So one of the best tools to lead with clarity is learning to give and receive feedback with humility and compassion. And sometimes that's hard when we get into that defense mode, right? When we're feeling it rising up inside of us, it's hard to say, okay, I'm going to step back a minute 
and I'm going to be humble and I'm going to be compassionate and I'm going to put myself in the other person's shoes, true empathy, right? Practicing that and really receiving that feedback and also giving feedback in a way that people can receive it. So um, there's no formula to this, but uh, Julie gives us a guide in this blog post of suggested steps to really guide you through this journey. And we're gonna review these, but I'd encourage you to click on the link in bio and you can see this in a written form if you want to take your own notes or just put a simple outline or even a sticky note of this framework on your desk. I think it would be incredible. So step one is prepare. So let others know you're open to feedback and you'll receive it well, right? So as a leader, you may have to say this a couple times because people might doubt your sincerity or maybe if you've had a bad experience in the past with someone, you need to be a safe space to share it with and assure your team that there won't be retribution, but that you will truly receive it. Even if it's hard, you'll receive it, right? And prepare, so prepare your heart before receiving the feedback. So if you know, and maybe this is as a team, you can say, hey, I've got some feedback for you. And that can be a trigger that prepares you guys as a team to receive that feedback and get in that space. And if you're not in a good place during that time, you can always say, hey, you know what? I think this isn't a good time for me. I'm gonna have to come back and receive the feedback at another point because I know I'm not in a good place right now, maybe emotionally, or maybe you're just hungry. I mean, hangry, that happens to me. So I would say just like take an inventory of your body and where you are and how you're feeling and make sure that before receiving that feedback that you're able to know that you can listen and resist being defensive. So step two is just listening openly. So purpose to hear what is being said, right? So be curious if you don't understand. Ask clarifying questions, right? I'm curious what you experienced. I'm wondering if you could give me an example, like help me understand um, how this impacted you. So if you don't understand, a lot of times we're afraid because we get in that fight or flight mode when we get feedback. But I've found, and I need to get better at this, that starting to ask questions to clarify will really help. So one of the things that I've thought about at home, just with my, even with my kids, is just not getting angry, but getting curious. That's been one of the biggest paradigm shifts for me this year, and I'm, I am not doing this perfectly, um, but just saying that phrase to myself, and maybe this is something you put on a post-it note somewhere for yourself, uh, don't get angry or defensive, but get curious or how can I get curious, right? And ask clarifying questions to really understand where it's coming from for them and stepping into their shoes instead of immediately getting defensive and building a wall, right? So repeating what, what you hear them saying, that can also help you. So um, you don't have to agree, but you can say, okay, so what I'm hearing you say is that this felt like this to you. Am I missing something? Am I understanding everything, right? So that's active listening. And that's what we want to uh, really practice and resist giving them that feedback about anything at that moment, if possible. So there needs to be hearing first. And then you can give feedback or response another time. Maybe you just hear, you take it in, you get curious and you say, uh, well, okay, let's go to step three. Resist the natural temptation to defend yourself. 
So just take a minute to remind yourself that feedback is your friend. That's so good, Julie. I love that. Feedback is your friend. So even if the feedback is off somehow, the health of the relationship will improve if your first response is open listening because you're creating a safe space for that person. So step four, decide how to respond. So giving feedback really takes courage. So make your aim to just create safety for that person who takes that risk. Like, thank you so much for sharing. Um, and these are some possible responses she gives. This is so amazing. I don't know if I agree. Uh, and that's, that is perfectly okay. Thanks for this feedback. I'm going to process this for a little bit and then I'm going to follow up. I'm just, I don't know where I am with it and it just takes some time, but thank you so much for sharing it. You know, I, or I agree there's something, but I, I'm not clear yet on what is mine to own. So maybe I'm feel like this is hard feedback to hear. I'm feeling, you know, this way, but um, I'm going to reflect on it. I'm going to take some time to reflect or I see what you're saying and I was wrong. Right. So if you can immediately, immediately identify like, okay, this is something I need to take ownership of, then you can just move into saying like, Hey, I'm sorry. In the, in the future, this is what I can do better. How can we do this better differently? How can we get curious together? So, um, now that you are open to receiving feedback in this framework, um, here's a framework to help you practice giving this feedback. This is amazing stuff, guys. So make sure that you check out this blog post because it's there's it's so good in here. This might be one that you want to bookmark or even just write down the bullet points for yourself. So step one on giving constructive feedback, ask for permission. So it's really helpful to, like I talked about, maybe it's a trigger point and you could share this in your weekly meetings. Like, hey, if somebody has feedback, we approach each other and say, hey, I have some feedback. Are you, is now a good time, you know, or is there another time? Because you want to make sure that they're, both hearts are open to receiving that without feeling attacked or criticized. Remember step two, the ABCs of feedback. So aim. What is the positive outcome that you hope to achieve by giving this feedback? So thinking through that before. Behavior, what behavior is problematic? So clearly articulate what's not working in a relationship. If there's a pattern, maybe that you're seeing over and over again, like when you show up late for meetings, it communicates that you don't value the time of others on the team. I know that may not be your heart, but I just wanted to put this out there so that we can talk through it so that we can really figure out a response together and then see consequence. So what's the consequence of this behavior on the relationship? So state the problem again and add the consequence. So she gives an example here, which is really great. So as a result of your being late, we have to take time to bring you up to speed that we could be spending on other important things. So this doesn't value the time of others on the call, right? So um, this is really great. This is a big step too, but maybe getting in the practice of identifying this quickly before giving feedback, just even jotting down like aim, okay, one sentence, behavior, what is it that I'm recognizing that's problematic, and then consequence, right? And then step three, just release it and forgive. I love this. Oh, don't skip this step because it's so good. So after you go through giving the feedback, what's great about this is regardless of their response, you get to release it 
and forgive them. And what that does is it frees you up. It's really about uh, you walking in freedom as a leader, because if you get bogged down with any bitterness or resentment or um, unforgiveness, that actually prevents you from walking in what you're supposed to be doing. That actually prevents you from growth. That prevents you from uh, carrying out the vision of the mission that you were called to carry out. So I really would encourage you to make sure that you move through this step. Um, and they own the feedback and process with you, right? This is the hope uh, is that they own it. And she gives two scenarios here. So if they own it and they process with you, you can do this step together. If they don't own the feedback, this is what you can do as a leader. And she goes on to give specific uh, instruction for this. So I would highly recommend that you all check out this blog post. I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I have just talking through this. It's super helpful. And the, listen, this is in every area. This is in nonprofit teams. This is in business teams. This is at home, right, with family dynamics. So just always remember this, that peace is always available to you. You have to just remain remain in this state like okay peace come back to me that person didn't respond or react the way i wanted them to they were maybe super defensive uh they were not ready at all to prepare for the feedback okay what could i do better next time i could make sure that now is an okay time for them to go ahead and receive that feedback right so i think that there are things here that we can do to prepare ourselves uh, for this. And friends don't let friends lead with blind spots. So have a blind spot session today, you know, in a safe container where it's you and a trusted friend and you've talked through and connected on that deeper level. Just ask them like, hey, do I have any blind spots? And will you do the same for me, even though it's hard? And I promise you, you can't walk away from that, um, you know, with a downside because it allows you to be able to see things that we can't see in ourselves, you know, and that's why we have each other. That's the purpose of connected community and connected teams. And that's why we need it so much. So thanks for listening in. Make sure you check out the uh, link in our show notes. And if you loved what we do and you love this episode, please give us a review. We would love to continue to serve you and share this work.